Good afternoon, everybody. Happy hump day. Welcome to Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com, and joined as always. I'm Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. Very nice. And together we do this each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, as we navigate the murky waters of sports betting to help you head back to the window. James S. in the house. James here. James been here for a while, buddy. He checked in uh, about 20 minutes before showtime. Said, yo, we can, we can see the comments, but until we go actually live, we can't comment on them. So don't ever think we're ignoring you. We see the comments, but we just can't do anything about them until we push that, uh, push that record button there at 2 o'clock. Uh, Ryan Page checking in says, aloha. Aloha to you, Mr. Hand. Um, said he swept his NBA picks last night. Suns, Raptors, Knicks, and Grizzlies. Cha-ching! That's what I'm talking about. James said he couldn't get anything going last night, even if it was free. T-Train in the house. One day to Ooey Pooey Day. There's some good games tomorrow night. There's some good Thursday games. I'm excited. Uh, TL talking about the sharp cut. That's right. That's right. Finally got it done today. The uh, Went over to an actual barber shop, Scott. Saw an, uh, an, old, an, an older gentleman that's been there for 40 years. First time I've been to a barber shop in a long time. I usually just go to the... You know, super cuts or what the fuck ever I can go into and fat be fast. But I like this cat. And he was good. Um, you guys are one of the very few podcasts that interact with the chat. We love doing it. It's because we did this. We did it dry for like a year, and it was just us talking to each other. You know, into a into a camera and into a mic. So to get to interact with people in real time, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a very big fan. Uh, LSU under. Call the fuzz. <laughs> we might be getting to that one. R. Bragg in the house this afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, R. Uh, Legacy, what's up, fellas? Haven't had a losing day since Christmas. Man, let's keep it going. Boy, that's a, uh, if there's any way to, to uh, put a jinx on yourself, that's that's it right there. So if you can survive that, man, you're in good shape. Scott, how'd you end up doing yesterday? K-State, NBA, college basketball, you have a good day? I uh, did well. Good. I didn't really have much action. I had two plays. One was the farm play. Yep. However, I had the choice of taking the team total uh, for LSU uh, with a number that was lower than our play or I could take the alternative team total that was available at like 24 and a half bunch of juice I think it was like minus 270 or something yeah I didn't give a damn I loaded up it didn't really matter and I also had a play that I yesterday with LeBron over 30 and a half points and he had 31 another so no I went to an another no sweat Victor. what do you have 17 in the fourth quarter right uh yeah, uh two two overall had the hit the uh, play of the day had uh, Kansas for the free, Kansas State for the free win. Uh, my premium side we had the under and I didn't figure Kansas get, Kansas State getting to forty two, <laughs> kind of roasted us right there. So, uh, and then we had uh, Baylor to cover the number and they played with their food and uh, ended up winning by ten but they couldn't cover the twelve. So, uh, sweaty farm. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a story about that because. Uh, I don't. I don't think it actually was, but that's a separate story. Well, it was. It was weird. I was sitting and I was talking on the. I was. I was texting with some people about the game and everything, and I'm just you know ready to write this down as a victory. And I look up and all I see is the pass in the air, and I see him ten yards behind the nearest defender, and I'm like, oh fuck me! I didn't happen to see how much time was left on the clock. I thought there was more time left. I thought there was about twenty seconds left when that play started, and and then I look up and I'm I'm like I'm so pissed because that's the second day in a row. The last play of the game literally roast me. 
on a team total, and uh, then I look up and see no time on the clock. I'm like, uh, wait a minute, they're not going to kick that, are they? And they did not. So, yeah, never, uh, never a doubt yesterday. Renzo. Bro- Magellan, I would say that it, it was sweaty if you did not know the rules of extra points with no time left, but it was really never in doubt the entire game. Uh, no, no. Uh, more like a greasy farm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, great picks yesterday. Thanks, Renzo Brothers. Uh, Carrot stopping by. Wanted to make sure that I knew K-State went over. <laughs> it's kind of a running joke in the comment section because whatever I always have. Anytime I lose a pick, somebody will stop by and go, "You know, you missed that pick." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't fucking know that. It's unbelievable." Um, I thought I won. For the record, just in case anybody's wondering if we pay attention, um, I'm always watching the end of my plays. I may not watch the whole thing. I'll keep up on them. But I'm always watching the end, so <laughs> thanks, Carrot. Appreciate it, brother. All right, guys, let's uh, let's get it rolling. We'll do a little housekeeping here first. Of course, don't forget to like and subscribe. That's the rule number one. That's all we ask. We don't ever hit anybody up for none of that Patreon or send us a tip or none of that shit. Just uh, just like and subscribe. That's that's all we ask. If you're listening to us in podcast podcast form, rate, review, and of course, we are expanding. The Winners and Winners Sports Betting Network. It's not just us, but right now it is also our pals Chris King and Jim Williams doing their thing every day, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Their little show called Just Parlays, and it is very good. Speaking of Just Parlays, Nathan Nathan Cerna hit a five-tamer yesterday. Thank you very much to the Scots. Yeah, absolutely. James S. says a little donation don't hurt nobody. <laughs> I've, I've taken a donation or two. Have you? Have you? Yeah. I have. I, I can't say that I ask for it, but if people volunteer to send me something, they can hit me up on Twitter. That's fair uh, enough. I like I'm going to say no to free money. Fair enough. Know. Okay. Yeah, that's that's very good. And by the way, guys, it's very important that you do like and subscribe because if you don't, next year they're adding 20 more bowl games. Uh, just in case you... In your... I want more bowl games, though. Yeah, I want, to, I want to see more teams look like LSU last night. Holy shit, that team was just... That was just it yeah, wasn't you even... can bet on them. You know how much money the public made betting on Kansas State last night? They made a fortune. Uh, Magellan, I want more bowl games. Magellan Sports playing uh, Copa del Rey live. Uh, Celta Vigo plus 375. Get down, soccer people. Uh, Ryan Page wants to know if the Chiefs and Bucks both have reason to play hard and cover the spread. Chiefs do for sure. Uh, they're in the same situation that Pittsburgh was in the other night. They need, well, sort of. They need the win, and they need an unlikely event to happen to move up in the playoff standings for the Chiefs to be the number one seed for the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously, just to qualify. But uh, the Chiefs would need Houston to win, so... Um, since Scott of Floby. Hey, fuck you, man. I got a haircut. Get off my, get off my back, dude. Uh, tried to warn you yesterday about Baylor. Yep. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, I, th- I thought it was too many points, but you got it at a better number than the closing line. I think it closed at 14 or so. Beat the shit out of 14 it. was too high, but you got a, you beat a uh, line mover. Oh, there it is. Mm, right in the CLV trash can. Thanks very CLV? much. CLV? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, nine points. They were there by nine at halftime. You know, I figured I was good. Um, I figured they'd, you know, be able to win the second half by three points and I would be good, but yeah. Oklahoma's not bad. No, they're not. They're, they're going to the, they're going to the dance. They're going to be top three in the, in the conference, probably a good solid team. Top, top three is a bit of a stretch. I would say top five. Cause you still got Texas in there. Texas tech's pretty good, mm-hmm. but they'll be top five, top six. Not sure. Texas is better than Oklahoma. We'll see. Okay. We'll good, see. De- good defense. Hey, let's talk about uh, some of the people that weren't as fortunate as us yesterday. Scott, let's talk about the people. Um, I was going to do something funny there, but I'm not. Let's let's just talk about the winners, the whiners, the people that had it going their way, 
and the people that didn't have it go their way. Maybe they saw a loss on the last play of the game, something like that. Huh, I can't imagine what that would be in today's edition of Call the Cops. All right, very good. Man, it's like it's like living in Chicago right there, Scott. Um, by the way, guys, I want to remind you that we're sponsored now. I know I'm going to blow through our sponsors right here. We're sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, take advantage of a great deal they got going on, $1,001 match play. What that means is basically you get a free risk-free bet. Make a bet up to $1,001. If you lose, they give it to you. It's like you never made it. And if you win, of course, you win your bet. So congratulations. First-time depositors and users only. Of course, go to the Caesars app. If you don't have that, download the app. That kind of seems, that kind of seems like one of those things where you uh, take plastic off before opening box. You know, if you don't have the app, download the app. Um... Uh, if you don't, if you don't do the app thing, go to the website. They, you can do it there. The, the important part is remember, put in the promo code Video Winners, just like it sounds. Video Winners, all one word, and that gets you hooked up with your free bet. And of course, make sure it's valid in your state. Make sure you have sports betting. Make sure Caesars is there, and you must be 21 to play. All right. So, with that being said, let's go to the first one in the call of the cops, and of course. It's the game we were talking about, Scott, and not everybody was fortunate enough to get that number at 20 and a half. And if you had the LSU team total under 19 and a half, well, you pretty much know how that went. Uh, 14 points with just five seconds left. 81-yard touchdown test as time expired, finished with 20. If you were on the good number with us at 20 and a half, like we said, no sweat. But if you weren't, oh, oh, call the cops. And looking at the second one, if you had the Sacramento Kings, plus seven against the Lakers. He led by one point with 2.51 to go in the fourth quarter. Lakers went on a 13-4 run to end the game, including a brutal jump ball call where Sacramento got robbed of possession. That's a separate story, but the Kings lost by eight. All right, very good. And uh, keeping, in, keeping in line with making sure you guys know about all things K-State related, K-State played basketball last night against Texas. Six-point halftime lead, by the way. Way to puke that up, Wildcats. Thanks very much. But I digress, because if you had the Kansas State team total over 57 and a half, you're in great shape. They had uh, they had 43, excuse me, 34 in the first half. Uh, they needed just 23 points in the second half to get you there. Uh, excuse me, they had, they had, uh, they had uh, I'm sorry, they had, they had 35, 35 in the first half. They were up 35-29. Anywho, needed 23 points in the second half. That doesn't sound like much of an ask. Texas. Good defense, really clamped down the second half. They had 57 with 241 left. How much did they finish with, Scott? 57. 57, that's right. No points for the last two minutes and 41 seconds. They finished with 57 points. Hey, honorable mention, it's not really a call to cops. It's just, uh, but if you saw this bet on Twitter, somebody, somebody posted their ticket that they had neither team in the KU... Uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, thank you. Oklahoma State game. Neither team to get to 30 in the first half. 66 to 1. Uh, 66 to 1 was what it paid, and you look like an idiot with 925 left because KU, they had how many points, Scott? 29. 29 points with uh, 9 minutes and 25 seconds left. Scott, how, they, how many points they end up with in that half? 29. 29 points. That's right. They, KU went ice cold down the stretch. That's a bit of an understatement as they refused to score for half of the half and ended up on a 29. Man, if you had that play, if you had neither team to reach 30 in the first half, congratulations. That's a nice payoff. So 
I just wanted to throw that well, out. It's there. almost impossible. If if you win that bet, you might as well just retire. It, it only goes down from there. Oh yeah, I mean, can you can you imagine if I know you can't get live odds, but if you could have got the live odds on that, my God. Well, I'm sure that was the live odds. Um, um, that looked like from the actual picture, it was from Bet Three Six Five, and that looked like a live wager to me because neither team to get to thirty. 66 to 1 had to have been in play. There's no way that was pre I don't think it, it might have been, but I don't think it came that late. I think I think you're getting bigger odds. If I had that. to get, I didn't actually look at the breakdown by box score, but I'm assuming, or by play by play, I'm assuming one of the teams had like 10 points, maybe four minutes into the half. Yeah. And somebody live bet it. But either way, yep. when you have no team to reach 30, one team doesn't score for nine and a half minutes, and both teams finish with 29. Buy a lottery ticket. Not only did KU not score for 925 in the first half, they won and covered. God, that's just disgusting. All right. Well, there was some good news out there. There were some people that were right where you wanted to be. They were sitting on easy street because why? Because they were in the rocking chair, baby. So, first one, if you had Air Force plus a 19.5 against Colorado State, well, you know they like the triple options. They like to eat up some clock. Wait a second, this is basketball. And they never trailed by more than 10. Anyway, and Colorado State ended up winning the game, but only won by eight. Colorado State, good team. I'm not sure they're 22 points better than anybody, at least in their conference. Um, Yeah, that was a tall number right there. Hey, if you had the Raptors, the Raptors minus the six and a half against the Spurs, they led by 15 at halftime. No looking back, no shenanigans in the second half. They ended up winning by 25. Congratulations, Toronto backers. You were sitting in the rocking chair. And the last one, if you were a system player. System. I pat myself on the back. System, here. it's not your Marquette, system. Shut up. The unranked team minus one against Providence led by 20 at the half. One by 32. Unranked system. Keeps rolling. Unbelievable. Just absolutely shit the bed there in the second half. Just brutality. Um, all right. Let's uh, check in here uh, with some of our comments. Big X in the house. Uh, Bryce Multane uh, wants to know about uh, Texas put the clams on. Yes, they did, Nathan. They absolutely did. Um, Syracuse over tonight, Scott? That I feel like the over, you over is Syracuse? a bit of a trap play there. I know at first glance, it looks like an easy over because you're looking at a situation where both these teams can score. They don't play much defense. However, you look at the actual line movement in this game, there's been an avalanche of money on the under. I think the line has dropped around three and a half points, four and a half points or so. So you might be able to find some value if you buy in on the over late. But I do think it's pretty interesting that you've had that big of a line move towards the under with two teams that don't play much defense. It seems like a little bit of an okie doke. You? Yeah. I mean, you, you look at it, you see this Miami team, they've cashed the over to in, uh, in four straight, and Syracuse, three of our last four, the, the, under, the over is hit. Miami's had just two games play under the total all season. Uh, one of them was on the road, and the other one home against Lipscomb, and they certainly did their part to get there, but Lipscomb, not so much. I'm probably not as much in the camp of an okie doke as you, but I would, uh, I would, I would probably pick a small play on the over. Probably, I'm, I don't, I don't want any part of the under. I'll, I'll tell you that much. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like if you like the under, then you just wasted your time because you missed about four points of value. Yep. If you want to take a buy on the over, thinking that there is now value because the line has dropped past the point where you think that it's worth a buyback spot, I think it makes sense. But I do think it's pretty telling when so much money comes in on an under with two teams that at first glance should be nowhere near betting unders with. Agreed. Uh, somebody asking about Creighton-Villanova, six-point teaser, taking Creighton up to 16.5 and, and the total to 136.5. Uh, that's a nice teaser. I don't know where you're getting. 129. I've got 127.5. What do you got for that game, Scott? Uh, well, is he talking about teasing the under? He's talking about teasing it up to yeah, 136. So he wants the 6.7-point six, six teaser? Yeah. But I, that's what I'm saying. I don't see it at 139. If you if you got that number, I like it. Um, but I don't know what you mean by 139. 130, 130, 136 and a half from the current number up. No, no, 136 and a half. It's now it's now one. It's now sitting at uh, 120. I got it at 127 and a half. 128 and a half. Okay, so he's got it at 129 right. and a half somewhere. All right, cool. Yeah, I I think that's good value um, as far as as far as the under goes. It's a, it's a good number now. Whether it'll come in or not. Is a different question. I do like the I do like the teasing Creighton up. I think this is a pretty good Creighton team. They're starting to get their shit together. They uh, teasing college basketball is always dangerous, but Creighton at home has been extremely competitive. And Villanova is a team that I saw in the first game of the season against UCLA. It went to overtime, but they don't have the athletes. They can shoot. They're a good defensive team. They don't have many great one-on-one players. And I do think that Creighton, with the crowd behind them, big game. I think they got a shot to win the thing. I'm not going to pick them to win, but I do think that if you're going to tease it, I kind of have to like Creighton. Yeah, I agree. Even though Creighton is on the road, I'd rather, I'd rather they be at home. But um, oh, here's good timing. Oh, sorry, Scott. no, I, I thought Creighton was at home. My bad. No, My bad. Creighton's on the road. Man, I just I see the headlines here. Mix yeah, mix and test positive, and Burrow's also out. That's terrific. Thanks for thanks for the good timing there, guys. Yeah, but do you want to bet Cleveland? It would be a hell of a game for Case Keenum to randomly go for like three touchdowns for no reason. Uh, somebody wants to know how we're feeling about the Northwestern team. I haven't thought about them much. Trust them to do my math homework. Um, uh, let me take a look. Against Penn State? Uh, Northwestern's been pretty good this season, but Penn State's kind of in the same boat. They're both teams that are, I'd say, decent in the Big Ten. I mean, we're going to see just how good they are when they actually face off against conference opponents because these teams usually end up in the bottom half yep. of the conference. But Northwestern is 8-3, and three, Penn State 6-5, and five, so Northwestern is a bit better. Do I want to lay that many points in Northwestern? Not really. You? Yeah, it's the thing is you see that they've got some great defensive numbers, but if you see some of the teams they've built that resume against, it's not overly impressive. You know, they played – a couple teams with the pulse. They played Wake Forest, gave up 77. They played Providence, gave up 77, gave up 73 to Michigan State at home. So that uh, that number that you see that's 61.9 as far as their defensive numbers go, that's a, a little bit misleading. Plus, if you, if you look at some sites, it's got the Illinois-Springfield game in there where they scored 50. So uh, I don't think the defense. I've, I've got that defense rated about somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty six and point eight, sixty seven, right around there. Uh, the problem with Penn State, it can't score, Scott. So yeah. I probably don't. I don't. Uh, I don't hate the uh, under there, although one thirty not ideal. That's a ton of points to late 
in a conference game, though. It's probably Penn State or pass for me. It's one of those spots where if if Northwestern wins handily, I wouldn't be that surprised because I do think home court advantage means a lot to some teams, and Penn State's not a very good road team. But Penn State did challenge itself a little bit at a conference and had that overtime loss against LSU, and LSU is a decently ranked team. So I think that Penn State's not bad. The thing is, if you like Northwestern, the line opened up at about five and a half or six. It's up to eight. So do you really want to back a team missing two points of line movement already? I really don't. Yeah, that's that's legit. Uh, somebody wants to know about the Mavericks-Warriors game, why that number is only five and a half. I have no idea. Uh, Dallas is missing a bunch of guys. I am just... Of course, uh, Brandon mentioned the numbers that Golden State definitely wins by more margin at home than on the road. Right. But the Mavericks have no big men. And Golden State doesn't really have big men either. But of course, from a guard perspective, Golden State's better. And you're looking at who Dallas has. You have no Porzingis. You have no Pauly Stein. Your centers, you have no Boban either. So you don't even have like a joke lineup in there. Right. With a seven-footer. You have Dwight Powell. And that's pretty much it. Yep. So if you think that Golden State's supporting cast is better than Dallas's supporting cast, which it is, and Dallas isn't going to punish them on the boards, I think Golden State should roll in this one. Yeah, I mean it's a, a Golden State team that's just nine and seven against the number on the road, but Dallas is horrible at home. They're covering just uh, six of sixteen games there in the uh, United Center. If you mm-hmm. like Dallas to win the game tonight, by if you think they pull off some upset, under. Parlay it with the Doncic 30-35 plus points, whatever. I mean, that's the only way they're going to win. They need Doncic to go nuclear. That's really the only way they're going to win because they have no other other players with a lot of talent. Brunson's been good this year. I think he's a decent option. Hardaway Jr. is really just a hit-or-miss heat-check guy that's been his entire career. Right. But Golden State, we know defensively has a gear. Dallas doesn't really have that. I like the under. I yeah. think you'll see a game where both offenses will try to really – well, Dallas needs to slow it down in the half court. They can't go up up and down with Golden State. They'll get killed. Yep. So I do think you'll end up seeing a slower game. I like the under. Dallas might not reach 100 in this game. Yeah, they they, they had a – speaking of ugly games, their last game out against Denver, that 103-89 game or whatever that was, uh, just that was just a hideous game to watch. Um. Yeah, and that's in in you you touched on it. The Golden State Warriors have not been fantastic on the road. Somebody brought up their average margin of victory about four and a half on the road. That seems about right. Uh, Luca hasn't really. Uh, he might later on the season. Yeah, bad spot for the Mavs. I kind of agree with that because you've got, like you said, you've got every you've got everybody hurt. You got Trey Burke coming back, but as we've seen coming off of the quarantine, COVID nineteen, you don't know what the condition is going to be, how much they're going to play. Uh, don't the Mavs have that Frankenstein guy? Uh, yeah, they have Boban, but he's out. Yeah, Boban is no longer there. Also not playing. Uh, 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 uh. Somebody asked about the Portland uh, over with Miami. Uh, well, first thing you got to see, who's playing? Who ain't playing? Um, who is Miami getting back? Of course, Jimmy Butler's out, and uh, that's huge. Duncan Robinson's out. Uh, they've got they've got some serious issues there on Miami, Scott. But of course, all they do is keep winning. So, oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, do, 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 do. Of course, Portland's without Lillard, without McCollum. 
Nance is doubtful. I can't. Oh, God. Total? Um, sorry, which game? Uh, the Portland game. Portland's still giving up a shit. Portland ton, can't stop anybody. Shit ton of points. It's just awful. Uh, where are we at here with the number? Somewhere in the two six. Yeah, I gotta play the over there. Sorry. You? Uh, yeah, it's an overpass. I Portland can't stop anybody. Any total that's below two twenty with the Trailblazers, I literally cannot touch. At least for an under. Yeah. Give me the over. No, I'm with you there. Uh, somebody asking about a good spot for the Pacers. Uh, they're good on the back-to-back. Playing against Brooklyn. Scott, what is it? What is it? Big game for Brooklyn tonight. Why? Uh, because they got Kyrie back. That's right. They got Kyrie back for the road games. Is he going to make a difference? Is he going to just fit right in? Everything's going to be uh, hunky as well as Dory? No. Because I think he's going to play 15 minutes or like 20 minutes. I don't know why the Nets would just throw him out there to play a bunch. So I don't see that happening. When it comes to the actual spot, I'm not laying it with the Nets. Pacers are a bad basketball team, and they have some injury issues. But you look at the Nets' ATS, they're not very good. And I said that earlier in the year, that the Nets win games, they don't cover because it seems like every game, no matter what the game flow actually is, it's a five-point game with two minutes left. That's pretty much every Nets game that's been the case for this season. I'm not laying this with the Nets. I actually don't mind Indiana plus the points. Yeah, this is a Nets team that's 10-6 and six on the road against the numbers, Scott. So they're they're better on the road than it would first appear because I am I was with you there. Um, but as far as this team without me, Let's see, uh, Brogdon's doubtful. Uh, Indiana's still missing a shit ton of players. Um, you know what? I'm gonna hold. I'll hold my nose, and I'll take. I'll take Brooklyn there. That's okay. I, I, if the Nets win by blowout fashion, I'll be happy. But uh, by watching this team a lot, I can tell you, I do not want to lay nine with this team. J.C. Stone says, "Dumb question." There are no dumb questions. You know what? That's a, that's always a dumb statement. People say there are no such things as dumb questions. Yeah, yes, there are. That's not one of them. However, he wants to know where we're finding the line movement, the openers, and the current number. Uh, a couple different options. I know I used I used the Don Best grid. Um, it costs money. It's about uh, I don't know, 100, 120 bucks a month. It's it's worth it if you if you gamble seriously and you want to know what's going on as far as the numbers go at a different bunch of different books and what direction they're going. But I know, Scott, you don't have that. What do you use? Uh, I use pregame. Okay. They have the actual grids. They give you the history or whatever. So I use pregame for their game center, I think it's called. Pregame.com, just I to be clear. Pregame.com, right? Just to be clear. Uh, Yeah. Okay. But still, any site that you can try to track some line movement. I'm not saying line movement is going to be the end-all, be-all no. when it comes to betting. But it definitely is a good resource to add if you're not using it. Yep, very good. Uh, I read that Donch is back tonight for Dallas. He is not. He does not appear on the injury report. So I believe. Yeah, that's... he played. He played last game as well. Okay, there you go. All right. I uh, see Ninja. Ninja says Kyrie's going to be the next Antonio Brown. Different because Kyrie, I would say, is eccentric. Yeah. Antonio Brown is a, du- a douchebag. I think there's a difference. <laughs> so I also think that Antonio Brown had more legal issues. Kyrie just didn't want to get vaccinated. Of course, he does his own thing half the time anyway. If you want to mean like a team cancer, I can understand that angle. 
But if you if you're just talking about personality wise, I don't think they're very similar besides them both being relatively aloof. Yep. Uh, Nathan Cerner says I use Vegas Insider. Uh, Vegas. Yeah, they revamped their site, and it's not as good as it was. It was much better in the past. This year, I haven't loved it, but uh, yeah, that's that used to be a really good one, and, and they still have a lot of good stuff there. Uh, Rick Ruler said Iowa State moved from minus two to minus four. Let me switch back over here to playing Texas Tech. Oh, yeah, I I looked at that game when I was looking at plays. Are you impressed with this Texas Tech team, Scott? No. I watched them play against Tennessee in Madison Square Garden, and it was one of the ugliest halves of basketball I've ever seen. Yeah, that was that was. I hideous. believe there were maybe eight points in the final nine minutes of the game, at least in regulation. It was painful to watch. Now, I know, of course, you can't judge a team based on one performance, but I've seen Texas Tech play on numerous occasions. When they're against good uh, defenses, they can't do anything on the offensive end. They don't have ball movement. They don't have really many plays that they go to. And I do think that Texas Tech, a bit shorthanded as well, I do think they're going to struggle in this hostile environment because Iowa State's been a very good home team. And Iowa State's a very solid team as well. Give me the Cyclones. I think they'll win this game by eight, give or take. Yep, yep, I agree. Two, and like I said, two, two guys out for uh, Texas Tech. Yeah, they are going to be missing Terrence Shannon. And, uh, of course, Ethan Duncan's been out for a while. Shannon's uh, pretty good. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, this Iowa State team put up a fight there against Baylor at home, uh, covered the number. For me, it's it's Iowa State or pass. I'd be tempted by the uh, fruit of another. No, I'd be tempted by the under. Um, but I'm not taking an over with Texas Tech's defense and the lack of offensive firepower. That's the, that's the thing. I think that 126, though, is just a little bit too low for me to get involved. Jazz? Big fan. Big fan of jazz. Um, you like jazz? Thelonious Monk? Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Uh, jazz tonight, Scott, probably what they're asking about. Probably not asking my opinion on Miles Davis. Now I'm switching back and forth. Jazz going up against um, Denver. Denver tonight uh, on the road. Going to Mile High City. Uh, well, first thing you got to check, of course, who's playing? Who's out? Who's in? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, probable. Gobert, questionable. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, Bogdanovich, questionable with a finger. Um, of course, we saw that uh, Ingles is out with COVID. Uh, first COVID case in Utah, by the way, Scott. I mean, with the Utah Jazz. But... Uh, uh, they gave it a good run. <laughs> good game. Good game. Denver not missing uh, any huge pieces there. Uh, ah... Denver. I'm gonna I'm gonna play I'm gonna play I'm going uh, with Utah. You're gonna take Utah there? You still know how I am. It's a spot where you can make an argument that Denver either had a no show against Dallas yeah. in the last game because it had Utah on deck, or the fact is Denver isn't very good. And you're looking at the results of this team, they're pretty much mediocre. And it's not their fault. Of course, Michael Porter Jr. is out for pretty much the rest of the year. Yep. Murray still hasn't returned. You know, they're not the same team they used to be. But Utah has the three-point shooting that I don't think Denver can compete with. Of course, I wouldn't take it until I know for a fact that Mitchell's going to play. He is, prob- he is probable right now. but So I'm assuming that he is going to play in this one. 
The question is, if Utah even has a mediocre three-point shooting night, do I think Denver can keep it close on the three-point line? I don't. So I think Utah win the game. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, and Magellan's talking about Indiana State. I had a play of the day on that game. It got postponed, Magellan. So find, you got to find something else to bet on in the afternoon. It's a push. Crash Landon checking in. Wants to know about Boston minus eight and the Warriors minus six. Uh, we did touch on the uh, on the Warriors briefly. And... You want to you want to lay eight with Boston? I don't. God, no. Is it, where are you seeing eight? That's got to be a tease, right? Uh, Boston. Oh, I I'm see sorry. seven and a half. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the wrong day, brother. I've I've scrolled I've scrolled right on through to Thursday. Oh yeah, against San Antonio tonight. Oh, Spurs playing bad basketball on the road right now, Scott. They have just been bleeding points on this road trip, giving up uh, 118 Memphis, 117 Detroit, 129 to Toronto. No, 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 no. No, I've got, I've, I've, I'm playing Boston here. I know you're, you're anti-Boston, which I think comes when you're raised in New York anyway. But uh, no, it's actually not even related to Tat- that. Tatum's I like gonna- San Antonio because John. Tatum's going to play. Tatum's in this yeah. one. Going to play no, in this one. No, but I like San Antonio because you forgot to mention one key piece, which is the fact that San Antonio was without its best player for the last two weeks. DeJounte Murray's back. And Murray is easily their best player. Yep. Not even close. He's also an extremely solid perimeter defender. So even though San Antonio's defense was admitted, admittedly horrible, it's because of the fact that Murray's their best defensive player and he wasn't in the lineup. So I do think with Murray back, San Antonio is a bit undervalued in this spot because you look at the recent results, context isn't really added, and I think Murray is that meaningful to this team. So I'm actually not going to take Boston because I don't trust them anyway. If Murray was not playing, there's no chance I would like San Antonio, but I do think they are undervalued because people underestimate how good he actually is. Yeah, and I I think you overestimate how how much he's going to play. Because he's coming off the he's coming off the COVID list first first game back. I twenty minutes, twenty two minutes tops. No, I, I think he's going to play like thirty something. Do you really? You think they he's need just going gonna... to? They suck. Well, okay. They suck. They need him to play. Okay, like, well, if, fuck, if you need him, if you need him to play, games, if you have to play thirty something minutes, if you don't have the wind and if you don't have the stamina, you're not going to play thirty something minutes, no matter how much they need you. Well, they said that he didn't play last game because of conditioning. So he returned, and I guess they kept him out anyway because it doesn't say that he was off protocol or anything like that. It just says that he was working on his conditioning leading up to this game. So he might have some restrictions, but it seems like he's not going back cold turkey. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Joan checking in. We haven't seen Joan in a while. Good to see you, Joan. Um, Joan is taking a look at the – she has Youngstown State and Iowa State. Thinking of a hard lean, I like that. That's that's a gambler's term right there. A hard lean on Northern Iowa. First of all, uh, as far as Youngstown State goes, I like that. That was very close to being my uh, one one of my plays. I, I do like that Youngstown State team. I think that's I think that's a solid play. Uh, we did touch on Iowa State. We both like that one. And uh, Northern Iowa, Scott, a team that uh, has been a little undervalued. Well, Northern Iowa is playing against Youngstown State, so that's why you're confusing me. What? Right. Isn't Northern Iowa playing against Young? Oh, sorry, they're playing against Valparaiso. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. It's like wrong conference, buddy. Um, Robert Morris is terrible. So yeah. I, I agree with you on Youngstown there. We faded Morris before. They're not very good. Yeah, they're not. They're not. The, as for the actual Northern Iowa game, 
I like the under in that one. And I know the total is 138. It confuses me because Valpo is a team that plays pretty slow and can't really score. And Northern Iowa has played a little bit faster this season, but Valpo really doesn't like to go up-tempo. I expect them to try to control the pace in that game. Yep. So I do think that if you're looking at a situation where one of these teams ranks 292nd in pace, I got to look at the under. So that's my main look at the Northern Iowa game. Give me the under. It's a weird it's a weird look for Valpo because they go slow but they take more shots per game than Northern Iowa does. So they just Northern Iowa just can't get shots off um at all. No no Robert Morris tonight? Oh no, no they're telling you no Robert. No, he's saying oh, yeah, that yeah, I gotcha. was messing up the whatever. I gotcha. yeah. Hey, let's do this real quick cuz I know you want I know this is something you were passionate about. You want to talk about this. So uh we're not going to go that deep into it, but I think it's worth talking about. I know. I know you do. Let's 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 talk about uh, real quick We'll find out, Scott, who was uh, who was wearing the golden feed bag today. Who is it that has you all riled up? Who really grinds your gears today, Scott? Who's the donkey of the day? This may be the latest we've ever done it. Go ahead, buddy. Who is it? So it's going to be NFL MVP voter. That's right. We're doing a voter who made himself public. Hub. Ascot, uh, Arkush, yes. Hub Arkush, yes. sorry, who stated publicly yesterday that he will not be voting for Aaron Rodgers to win MVP because of the off-season actions as well as the vaccine issue during the season. I just think he sounds like an idiot because the award is most valuable player, not most valuable person. Mm-hmm. If Rodgers is the best player in the league, which he is, then you give him the award. I don't think there's really many narratives you need to throw in here. Oh, let me let me let me let me let me let me show you how this works, Scott. Uh, first of all, most valuable player to your team is the most valuable player on your team. Somebody that leaves himself vulnerable in the middle of the season, lies to the public, lies to the press, lies to his team about his vaccination status, uh, ends up missing a game, uh, a loss, by the way, uh, in a game that was very very winnable. Yeah, the backup was so bad they lost anyway. That's my point. Jordan Love is awful. He's clearly the most valuable player in the league. No, but we saw Jordan. Why? Love. Why are? How, how can you vote for mo- most valuable player for a guy that puts his team in that position, Scott? How is that valuable to your team? How does that help your team? How does holding your team hostage? Because it's in, not on the field. How does holding your team on hostage the field, in the off season? Most valuable player. It's not about no Scott. Most, most valuable player is on the field. It is not. It is how valuable. It field. is what how is valuable. It is how valuable you are to your team, and yeah. if, when your actions affect that team. It has to bleed into the MVP voting. Sorry, bud, you're wrong. They're the one seed. What's that? He's the reason why. No, he isn't. He's the, the MVP. One. They're the one seed in spite of him. The fact that they lost a game that very well Time could out. have cost you them the one seed. You cannot tell me that they're the one seed in spite of him when every game Green Bay wins is because he's their quarterback. Despite Every des- single game. Despite his actions of leaving his team hanging in the middle of the season. Yeah. His which, actions Which was the exactly field. the worry. I don't care about no. his off-the-field actions. If it affects the team, that figure he's on the field, the best player. That's the award. That's not. That's not player. the. That's not the award. It's not best player. It's not best player. It's most valuable player. Yes. And there's a difference. If Jordan Love was the was the quarterback for this team, they would win five games. That's if, not. That's not the. Not com- even close. That's not the comparison. You don't compare a quarterback that's a nine and a half to a quarterback that's a four. If Jordan Why Love, can't was, you? You said most valuable. Because because. 
he's not it's not it's apples and oranges if you plug in another starter what what are the what are the packers with Derek Carr that's that's the real comparison with Derek Carr yeah. i give them probably 10 wins not okay. 10 wins okay so for Rodgers to leave his team hanging i'm just saying that he ain't a good teammate all right. I'm saying you can't eliminate a guy from the MVP voting before the season starts. Well, you sound I, like I the guy just, sounds like an idiot. I would say the fuck you can because uh, Hub Arkush just did it. So I'm saying he yeah, can. you can. And he's I think that he sounds like an idiot. And the fact that he admitted that he did that means his vote should at least be considered to be revoked. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, you knew this was going to go really well when we started it at 2:37. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I, I don't I don't get it. If you're gonna vote for an award, can you actually do it based on performance? For once, it's not can what you it, not have some type no. of agenda no. on the side. It's not an do you think it's some Chicago bias? Maybe. But he's the best player. Give it to the best player. That's all I'm asking. It's well, when they have a mess player award, Scott, we'll be sure we'll be sure and give it to him. Until then, it's the most valuable player and there's at least an open discussion. So I'm just saying it's not, and I'm not saying I even agree with it. I'm just saying it's not a slam dunk like you say it is. It's not the most ask, okay, outrageous so fucking vote, thing of the day. If you had a vote for MVP, yes. who would you pick? Not Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm saying, who would you pick? Um, honestly, the team... Brady, Jonathan Taylor? I would I would pick Jonathan Taylor. The person, that's, the, the person that has been most valuable to their team has been Jonathan Taylor. Even though they haven't clinched a playoff spot yet? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a guy... You talk about putting a team on his back. If it wasn't for him, I mean, they haven't lost games because Jonathan Taylor didn't perform. They've lost games because the defense has shit the bed. And Carson Wentz, I'm just let's saying. face it, ain't good. Okay, I'm just saying you're a, you're the one seed in the in the league. You have 13 wins. You kill everybody. Yeah, I'll give me give me Rodgers. Okay. Uh, somebody says but, Cooper Cup. That you can make a certainly you can, you can make a case for that. But Legacy wants to know what I'm puffing on. If it's indica or sativa, it's nicotine. But for the record, it would never be an indica in the middle of the day because I'd be snoozing by about four o'clock. So no, that's that's not happening. Uh, leadership matters on and off the field. God bless you, legacy. That's what the fuck I'm talking about right there. I'm just saying when I think Rodgers won the award when he beat Arizona with no players on a Thursday night. I think that was the moment where I'm just like, all right, he's clearly the best player in the league. Ben Campbell says, as a Colts fan, we are only in contention because of Jonathan Taylor. Yes, absolutely correct. Absolutely I think the correct. offensive line deserves some credit too, but that's an extension of Taylor. All right, fair enough. All right, let's do it, buddy. Let's do it. Uh, we'll put aside our differences. We'll pick up our happy straw hats. Everybody join along with us. Put your overalls on. It's okay. You can leave one strap down. It's Wednesday. You ain't going to church or nothing. Uh, it's time to do it. Climb aboard that John Deere, buddy. And uh, put your little uh, rabbit foot keychain in. Turn it to the right. Fire that motherfucker up because it's time to bet the farm. All right, very good, Scott. We talked about it briefly, but just to make it official, how did we do yesterday? We had the team total under 20 and a half with LSU, and they finished with 20. Yeah, Seven in a row, buddy. What a, what a stretch. I swear to God, one of these days I'm going to go go through and check us out and see what we've, we've been done. We have had a nice bet the farm run J.C. Stone said, Kumbaya. Yeah, no, we we have fun. We're, we argued about this before the show. We already spent 10 minutes arguing about this before the show started. So, uh, But we uh, do uh, want to make it uh, official here with our Bet the Farm play. Scott, we talked about the, uh, we talked about the uh, secret 
sauce, as it were, um, taking the unranked team at home against the ranked team when they're uh, catching points. And we are going to uh, we're going to check that out tonight as we are going to take the Florida Gators. Chomp, chomp. We're just going to play the money line here, minus the 125, guys. We're just going to suck it up. And you can find that around minus one and a half, minus two. Don't hate it if you want to lay the points. Uh, but uh, minus 125, it's about a push mathematically. So just to uh, just to make it easy, we'll take the money line. They're going up against Alabama. Alabama fading a little bit down the stretch lately. They've played just one true road game this season. They lost to Memphis at Memphis, of course, by 14 points. Excuse me. Florida playing very good basketball at home. They are 6-1 and one straight up, 5-2 and two against the spread. And as we mentioned, Alabama not good lately. O.N. Fever in their last five ATS. Regressing to the mean, I believe, as the nerds say, Scott. And finally, Gators, home favorite. Yes, sir. They are 6-2 and two against the number in their last eight as a home favorite. We don't, we don't love the Gators as a basketball team, but we love them against Alabama tonight, a team I think that was overrated, and they're still getting a little bit of that overrated love. So give us the Florida Gators on the money line, minus 125. We're going to try to run it to eight in a row. Scott, see if we can keep the farm going. And that is going to do it for our show today. Uh, Browns backer said he pulled a right shell. He's been napping. Welcome aboard, buddy. Uh, good, to ha- good to have you here. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to have everybody checking in. Thanks very much, as always, for joining the show. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check out our pal uh, Chris King doing his thing over there on Just Parlays along with Jim Williams. And we'll be back and do it again tomorrow. You guys, uh, yeah, take care. Good luck on everything you do. Not just your betting, but uh, shit, I hope you get laid tonight. I hope the old lady says yes. I hope you pick up chicks at the bar. I hope you pick up dudes at the bar. Whatever your, I don't give a shit. Whatever your proclivity is, get to it. Have some fun. Let's get laid. Let's get some money. And we'll meet back here tomorrow to talk all about it as we do each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I do our best once again to help you head back to the window. Take care, everybody.